Linux Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will thrive, and you will be rewarded. It's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Welcome to episode number 409 of The Best Linux Games Podcast, being recorded for you on this Sunday, the 28th of August at 7.35pm, uh, left coast, Pacific coast, coast the most time, Pacific standard, or, yeah, can't, I always get, can't confuse, is it, is it daylight savings time yet? Who knows, it's the left coast, the coast of the most. Crack engineer, wapow, Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. Yes, the whiskey sign. That's right, Schlemma. Cheers, Ivor, you're fired. Mm. You have a good weekend? Yeah. Cool. Well... I hope you had all your good weekends at once, because I don't want to see your ass here next fucking week. Anyway, moving on. Yes, you're right, Ivor. That would, of course, make it for our sequel, friends. 2022-0828-1936-100 uh, hours. That's right. Schlammer! 
Um, and I will you're still fired. Uh, we have a short show for you this week, so let's get straight to our top stories. Try saying that 17 times fast while drunk as a skunk. And I am getting high, which means that we have a definite fucking time limit to this episode. So, before my faculties leave me, oh wait, too late, uh, our top stories. Uh, yeah, this is a short show, uh, this week. I've been super busy, and I have to get to fucking super bed super soon, so this is, like, one of the rare times where I, I just, I, I have, I have my edibles, I have my edibles today, I had them before I started the show, and so it should be an interesting show. We'll be here till Christmas, that's a different story altogether. Um... One regret about uh, us being late this week. Normally, we try to get the show out on, you know, Friday or Saturday. Sometimes Sunday, sometimes Monday, sometimes Tuesday. And a couple of times, we've even stretched it all the way to Wednesday. But, um, big regret. And I have to apologize for this. We have a new and noteworthy for you. But this new and noteworthy was on sale. I've been super busy. These last five days have been f- fucking, well, four days in particular have been out of control. Fucking nuts. I'm behind on every goddamn project and every deadline is, you know, it's like the, the, it's like I'm in Mail Bulge in Dante's Inferno. I'm in the, I'm in the frozen pit of hell and we're eating each other's faces off. That's what the last five days have been like four or five days. So I'm sorry. But our new and noteworthy is not $8 anymore. It was $8 when I got it two or three days ago. It's 20 bucks now. So I've we're based on the new and noteworthy. Let's tell them all about it. Wouldn't that be interesting? I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So yeah, we only have one title in our new and noteworthy. It's called Eldest Souls. Souls. S-O-U-L-S. Sierra. Oscar. Uniform, Lima, Sierra. Eldest Souls was released on July 29, 2021. So it's like a year old, but it's new to me. It's over a year old. It builds itself as fast-paced and brutally challenging. Eldest Souls is a unique Souls-like experience in a final act of vengeance. The old gods have unleashed a great desolation upon the world. Mankind's only hope lies with a lone warrior and his great sword of pure obsidian. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The takeaway for Eldest Souls, all you need to know, I've played an hour and a half of this game. And 15 minutes in, I hit the second boss, and I am still at that second boss. This game is fucking crazy, punishingly difficult. For those of you who are uninitiated, it is a uh, three and a quarter pseudo-isometric uh, 2D sprite-driven top, da- you know, pseudo top-down uh, hack and slash role-playing game that is designed to be boss encounter after boss encounter after boss encounter with a uh, really crazy 
very flexible tech tree, but it's all very technical. It is a skill-based game, and I cannot beat this second boss, who you encounter 15 minutes into the game. I, I know for a fact, because I got an achievement unlock, for dying 10 times in a row to one boss. Um, that's been tripled by now. This guy kills you in two hits. It is that hard of a game, but it's also really cool. It has this whole hyperlight drifter retro pseudo pixel trash look and feel to it. They even put a nice little cinema in the beginning. Unfortunately, I got this game when it was $8 on sale a couple days ago and now it's 20 bucks. So unless you really like being punished, I mean I ooh, I don't want to say anything I, I would regret, but I don't remember ever 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 just off the top of my head right now sitting here I don't remember ever playing a game that's this fucking difficult like I probably killed like maybe 20 different creatures in Toto plus the first boss who's like this training boss so I've got like 21 kills under my belt which is like nothing and bam, they hit you with this boss I cannot beat. I will I, I'm, I like obsessing over it when I'm stoned. Um, but anyway, that's Eldest Souls, which I am now playing. So there you go. There's Eldest Souls. Now, Ivor, let's get the fuck out of here and base him with the fucking review. Ah, Ivor! God, we'll get the case, Gregor! We'll get the fucking case! Uh, isn't that right, Gregor? Yes, that's right. Alright. It's week. We have something special for you. It is our review of Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. Based him with it! In accordance with the laws and regulations regarding the internet within your local jurisdiction, Best Linux Games Podcast now presents you with a dose of clap. Just kidding, motherfuckers. It's review time. So, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered is fucking great. It has amazing graphics. It Depending on where you break down in terms of, like, what your graphics card is and what distro you're using and, you know, a bunch of other shit. It, especially uh, in terms of tweaking. It, the game is much more stable than it was. Really not just stable, because I've never really had that much that many stability problems with it. Unless I've been playing it for like over three hours with uh, DLSS on, in which case it starts to get chunky and I have to save and then uh, close out the game and then reboot the game. But just the game, not even Steam or anything, you know, and it runs fine again. At that point, I'm already distracted by some of the other pressing fucking issues in my life! But anyway, the graphics are amazing. And the performance tweaking that you can do in this game are actually worth it, in my opinion. Because when you get it to really sing, and sing for like, you know, three hours at a throw, it's worth it to experiment with the IGTI. All of these are like upscaling um, technologies, DLSS, you know, they're all similar to NVIDIA's proprietary and AMD's proprietary stuff, but for this game, they did a... um, an in-house 
AI-driven, specific for this game, a uh, form of upscaling that makes the that can make the performance really incredible because the game is all about speed, speed and unbelievable, overwhelming graphics and infinite draw distance. Um, I have to play it using uh, experimental and some game launch options, but. It, it runs fine. It runs it runs really well and depending on how big a stick I have up my ass that fucking morning or that day, uh I might instead of actually sitting down and playing the game for 3 hours. I'd be in the game by the way. This is a full review. I might actually just spend 15 20 minutes trying to tweak it a little more, just a little more performance. The graphics are amazing though do expect to spend some time finding the the sweet spot on your machine though graphics wise which is not that bad of a thing and you'll want to do it because the game is so good but it is way better with amazing graphics and awesome performance you want performance gra- it's you know the classic triangle performance graphics and frame rate um, you want to? You really want to spend some time dialing that in because the sense of speed and the you know as the ground hurtles up at you as your Spider-Man traversing quote unquote Marvel's New York City as if Marvel is trademark New York City as Marvel's New York City, which I bet they have. Anyway, they call it Marvel's New York City now because it's not really New York City. Oh, we know that because we're playing a video game. Same way when I go see a movie that's set in New York City, I know that the events in the movie, this fictional movie, are not happening right now in real time. I'm not like, I am not omniscient. Anyway, I'm not omniscient. I'm not like, this isn't a magic mirror. It's a TV. You know what I mean? But anyway, so, um, Things about Spider-Man Remastered. I won't even bring up Spider-Man 2 other than to say this is a worthy successor to Spider-Man 2, which was one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. Now, granted, it can't ever be as good or better than Spider-Man 2, which came out like fucking 15 goddamn years ago. So it's an unfair comparison because this game can't ever be as new as Spider-Man 2 was. And Spider-Man 2 introduced and pioneered uh, and streamlined many concepts that really, I think, changed um, the the future and the face of gaming up until the present day as we know it you know forever. You're not going to see that level of innovation, but what you do have with Spider-Man, uh, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, is more or less a streamlining and further simplification of all the things and distillation of all the things that made Spider-Man Two one of the best games I've ever played. So it's a free roam game. It's an open city with procedurally generated uh, crimes. There's a storyline. Um, etc. But really, realistically, the whole focus of Spider-Man Remastered, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, is the same as Spider-Man 2, which means locomotion, traversing the city, exploring the city, interacting with, you know, the denizens of the city, um, 
trying to do 15 things at once like you know you'll be en route to go do some story mission or collect some specific uh snapshot or you know uh spider-man bag for an upgrade and there'll be a crime that'll happen like you know 100 meters away 300 meters away and so bam you're off on that direction super cool so locomotion is key and the sense of speed and precision and um what do you call it there's a real sense of skill and i think one of the things that the biggest thing that's lacking from Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered is this sense of skill. They don't embrace the rigorous, tough challenges and the sense that everything is a race that was so present in Spider-Man 2. But it doesn't matter. Spider-Man 2 is ancient fucking history. It is dry as dust. If you at all like superhero games, and especially, I hate Spider-Man, by the way. I do not like, he's like my least, one of my least favorite superheroes of all time. I hated him in the comic books. I've only seen the first two movies, I think. Um, I saw Venom, uh, Venom Carnage last month. It was okay. Thank God Spider-Man wasn't in it. Um, I hate Spider-Man. This game will make you love Spider-Man. If you at all enjoy Spider-Man at all, and if, if you ever want to experience the feeling of what it would be like to navigate at fucking breakneck speeds as you hurl yourself 40 stories face first straight towards the fucking Central Park fucking bike path pavement app, you know, and like everything is a blur and then zoo, swing away hurling yourself up uh, as Cyrano would say uh, my white plume <laughs> up amongst the stars mm. have you read the chapter of the windmills? I have and found myself the hero Ah, well, then you know that heroes, when tilting at windmills, can be cast down into the mire. Yes! Or up! Up among the stars! <clears throat> that is, like, really what Spider-Man Remastered, or, yeah, it's, yeah, it's called Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, which is, I think, Spider-Man 3. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is Marvel Spider-Man Remastered. So, a lot of the coolest things that you'll do in the game are just collecting stuff, like collecting things and like beating challenges that are like, you know, on your map and, you know, the story unlocks uh, different varieties of those and you can just barrel right through the story if you want. Um, But it's really the collecting because that means just going around and and swinging and and using your precision skills as Spider-Man as they get better and better and better and better until finally after 55 hours, which is what I've logged in the game. Yeah, 55 hours. 54.5 hours. um, You find yourself getting very, very, very good as Spider-Man. And so, like the lot of the, the 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 depth of collection and exploration, and like you, there's camera mode where you can take pictures of landmarks, 
all of these things give you different forms of in-game currency. They're tokens, and there's like eight, literally eight different types of tokens that you can use to unlock different gadgets. Uh, and in conjunction with uh, completing uh, key story missions, uh, suit modifications, and entirely new Spider-Man suits, which is really cool. I'm not going to tell you anything about the story. The missions, but I, you know, you know me. I don't. When I do a review, I don't reveal anything uh, that's you know significant. Missions and the story, the main story, they provide excellent glue for those who want, for those who crave or need structure. Um, but re- realistically the whole game is, like, impossible to put down, because it's got this tight, punchy, in-game cinema sequence style that are very short, and they can happen in the middle of action sequences, too, sometimes with quick time-style events, all of which are awesome, especially the story ones. They don't intrude, they don't get repetitive, there are no, with the exception of one sequence that runs for over a minute and 20 seconds but that's after you've beaten a mission and it's a major plot point there's not a lot of talky bullshit, the voice acting's okay um, I think it's pretty good, the script is you know, not that brilliant but it's not bad at all it is completely passable all of which helps get you into the vibe of being Peter Parker slash Spider-Man as you try to do Everything for everyone, all at once, everywhere, all at the same time. It's great. Um, so yeah, tight, punchy cinema sequences. Uh, all that with the story helped develop like a like a, it's not the most compelling story in the world, but it is a kind of an interesting mystery. And there's like all this cool shit. It's got this own original story with um you know, Peter Parker's personal life, his professional life, and, uh, his life as Spider-Man. All converging at once in this. It has some interesting twists. Like, I... Like, I'll only tell you this. about This is, like, the type of game it is. The game starts with Peter Parker on his final notice for his rent. And that leads to all sorts of interesting shit. He's broken up with MJ. Uh, Aunt May is working at a homeless shelter. Um, And then there's this mysterious rash of uh, Japanese demonic themed uh, first crimes, but then eventually full-blown terrorist attacks and then there's Sable and private security all this shit and shit goes to hell pretty quickly it's awesome so the decent story it it, it jumps in but if you don't want to fucking deal with the story and just like explore you can totally it's not even something you have to skip it's great and the game lets you play the game the way you want to play it which is something I always like um, and that leads me to like basically the biggest point about Marvel Spider-Man Remastered the best games that I've ever played where you 
get to take on the role of a well-known hero from comic books, literature, or movies. Like, I'm thinking of, like, Mad Max, the Mad Max game that came out in 20, uh, 2013, right after we started doing the podcast. It was a great game, because the best games that, that put you in the boots of that kind of character the game has to be unbelievably good the character has to be unbelievably cool the mechanics of the game have to be outrageously good and they have to have the same sense and sensibility and style and flair and panache and coolness factor as the actual characters from you know the movies and stuff like that Mad Max did that in spades Spider-Man Marvel Spider-Man Remastered does it in spades too especially coming from someone who hates Spider-Man, only by playing this game in particular did I really realize what a fucking cool character Peter Parker actually is because Spider-Man the game forces you to fight like Spider-Man, to become Spider-Man so your advantages are speed, strength stealth, secrecy physical uh, martial arts you know, mastery and the fact that you're a fucking Spider-Man you sling webs and shit but that's not what the game really teaches you about Peter Parker ultimately the game is about how Peter Parker is the ultimate life hacker, he might fight 30 guys at once um, while dodging RPGs, you know, 10 RPGs and snipers everywhere <coughs> sure, but the way he fights them and the way you have to learn how to fight them is with your mind you have to that's how he really wins these fights he outthinks his opponents and the game really gives you a lot of open procedurally generated encounters that allow you to discover that for yourself and so eventually you come to really like being Spider-Man same same way as I really love being Spider-Man Spider-Man 2 so yeah I just I I never realized that Peter Parker with all these incredible powers he's like this life hacker he's like this fucking dork he's this he's like me when I sit down to fucking you know to to uh, block out a big coding project you know but he can do it like now he can do it everything has to be done now and so you have like all these capabilities but what are you going to do right now what do you need to do right now in this fight in this moment it's so cool um to help emphasize this the game uh Peter Parker Spider-Man in the game he's been doing this for 8 years at this point in the game he's like an experienced Spider-Man so there are these gadgets that he has which at first I was like lukewarm about now I'm like all in because they're so much fun you can do so much crazy shit with the gadgets you unlock them eventually and you can upgrade them uh to do to be really devastating to be a fucking arsenal of web-based slinging death, carnage, and mayhem um, like we're talking about like trip mi- laser trip mines that instantly web anyone who crosses them um, 
electric webs, uh, defensive drones that shoot lasers, um, your, of course, your web shooters. All of this shit can be upgraded. All of it can be unlocked, upgraded, and, um, all of which adds, like, a lot of depth. Cause, like, when you're fighting, you know, literally 15 people, it's great to have a, it's, it's great to have, gadgets. Speaking of which, the suits in this game, and the the whole visual presentation of the game is fantastic, but uh, the suits in the game also come each with their own unique suit power, and you can mix and match after you've unlocked a suit and its power, you can switch to a different suit and then custom, you know, use any power that you've unlocked. So if you have one that you particularly like, I have like five that I particularly, five suits that I particularly like, all of which are different, all of which look amazing. But the suit powers, uh, give you like a 30 second long boost of unbelievable ability and they are they're like 15 or 20 of them my personal favorite is uh, Spidey Bro which just launches this swarm of defensive laser drones that harass everyone all at once my second favorite is one that I won't tell you about because blah I've beaten the game and my final verdict is that there's like a lot of varied action in Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. Not just the locomotion, which is great and addictive. Like you, I like I want to be playing it right now, just thinking about it. But like there are stealth missions. There, are, as I mentioned, there are procedurally generated encounters, which have a template, and the templates for those challenges, for for those uh, procedurally procedurally generated encounters, which you can take or leave. I mean, you you have to go chase. I mean, it all happens in real time. Uh, you can go chase the guys in the car, and you can catch them, and you beat the shit out of them. You throw the guys off the roof, you know. But you have to get there. You gotta you gotta go after it. <laughs> Um, those procedurally generated encounters, those crimes, those random crimes, have challenges associated with them. And they have a region associated with them. And they have a gang type associated with them. So, like, there's, like, eight different types of dragon crimes in in the financial district. And each one of those eight different types of that gang type in that area has a chal- has two challenges associated with it which give you bonus crime tokens if you complete them successfully. If you don't complete them successfully but you complete the the crime successfully, you arrest, you know, you you subdue the perpetrators or rescue the hostages or do whatever the fuck is required. Um next time you get that type of mission that, that type of procedurally generated crime in that area with that gang again, you can complete those challenges or not until eventually you complete those challenges for that time. It, it sounds stupid, but it actually makes, gives a lot of legs to the replayability of the game. Um, oh yeah, back to varied action. Various uh, controllable characters are also in the game. You can be you don't get to choose the game in the story mode the story driven missions, the the story missions that's what I'm looking for, sorry Um, you'll become, like the narrative will shift away from Spider-Man, you'll become MJ or you'll become some other character 
these are generally really well done um and they're not that frustrating and they're not that slow and they're not that long and they provide just enough break in the action of being Spider-Man which if you're like me when I well okay well we'll get to that in a moment I'd say there's about like 300 collectibles including like the landmark photographs and the secret photographs um there's numerous forms of rewards for unlocks like you know some 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 gadgets or suits unlock as the story progresses others can be unlocked by getting there's like literally eight different types there's like base coins, challenge coins crime tokens um, you know blah 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 all this shit and some of them some of them have both some of the unlocks have both Like you both need to have enough tokens to unlock it and be at a certain point or further in the story um, the boss fights are incredible again that quick punchy in game cinema style with a game that looks this good and with a camera that is this well directed, it's just amazing. It's like, it is like playing a fucking Spider-Man movie. It, I mean that. Even when you're just fucking around. Even when you're just like running around the city. Um, it's like you are in the fucking movie and it's like a really good movie and you love it. Um, and also, different strategic complications arise at all times for Spider-Man in the midst of combat and that's like the most fun thing is once you realize how best to deal with certain types of enemies or which enemies to take out first or what techniques you want to upgrade so you can next time you have a guy with a sniper rifle or a guy with an RPG you want to be able to handle him differently and so you, you, you it changes your upgrade path I've unlocked everything so it doesn't matter um, but that means that like I've spent the last five hours fucking around and having a blast doing it uh, the main campaign is a little shorter than I would like it's about I would say it's like a 30 hour campaign for your average gamer it took me about 45 hours because I'm slow and blah um, but the game comes I think the game comes with a bunch of DLCs because I've, I've already started DLC the game is 60 bucks and there's tons of achievement gets and the best part is there's a new game plus mode where you can switch the difficulty to a higher difficulty level and the difficulty levels matter quite a bit as it ramps up as you know the the difficulty of the enemies as you progress through the story again for the second time um it's a very well tuned algorithm that keeps the game challenging most of all though um Most of all, I would say, yeah, by the way, yes, it's 60 bucks. It's expensive. But if you like Spider Man at all, if you like superhero games at all, I would say Sp- Marvel Spider Man Remastered is worth full price, every price, all day, every day, any day. It's the highest honor that the Best Things Games podcast can confer on any individual title. Um,. It lives up to the legacy of Spider-Man 2. Uh, it, it, it improves upon... Generally speaking, it improves upon 80% of what made Spider-Man 2 so great. It simplifies the other 
in a way that you won't really miss any of the stuff from Spider-Man 2 and the story is great the action is incredible what is not what is there not to love in Marvel Spider-Man remastered oh yeah uh, one other thing oh shit um oh yeah well I'll leave you with this one thought though so when I did my new game plus I'm 30% through New Game Plus, and I've been playing New Game Plus on the second hardest. The There's, like, the hardest difficulty. I'm on the one underneath that. Um, I can't remember what... It's uh, Spectacular. The Spectacular Spider-Man. Um, in the first hour and 15 minutes, I collected all of the backpacks, and before before I hit 2 hours and 45 minutes I have also taken all of landmark photos cause you get really good you get really good and it's so much fun to do um I highly recommend it it's great and it is worth 60 bucks um check it out I will catch you next week with our review of Rollerdrome Rollerdrome A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna cry. Four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to see. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy, yaddy, yo. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. It's fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. Hello, great 
justice.